Now three experts have been appointed to carry out a sweeping review into RNZ's editorial processes and policy following pro-Russia edits being made to wire stories sourced from Reuters and the BBC. RNZ board chair Jim Mather announced this morning the investigation will also cover the circumstances surrounding the edits and the handling of a complaint made by the Ukrainian community about the stories. All this has been given a time frame of four weeks. Joining me now is media commentator Andrew Holden. Kia ora, Andrew. What are your thoughts on the scope of this review? Does it go far enough? Kia ora. Uh, absolutely. I mean, the terms of reference have obviously the specific elements around this particular incident, the stories that have been doctored uh, and a complaint made last year uh, to the minister's office around uh, one of those stories. So that. It provides scope for the panel to look at those specifically, but then it really broadens out and allows uh, the three-person panel to look at uh, the practices that RNZ has in terms of uh, the way copy is uh, dealt with and who checks it um, and the policies that sit behind that. But as uh, your chair has made very clear, it's it's the practice of it that uh, that he'll want to see interrogated quite in quite some detail and some answers given in terms of what could be a better way to go about it. Given all that, though, will a month be long enough to get this done? <laughs> it's pretty quick, isn't it? It will be, um, it will be very intense, especially, uh, obviously, you've got people at RNZ looking at all the stories that could have been uh, manipulated in some way or other. But uh, in some respects, they have to crack on. They've got to come up with some answers fairly rapidly. This is a, a significant issue for RNZ and the public trust in it. So you can't let it drag on too much. I wouldn't be surprised if there's some follow-on uh, in terms of how they introduce different practices, uh, what that might look like that will go beyond the four weeks. But I can certainly understand from the board's point of view that they've got to come up with an answer pretty quickly. And what's your reaction to the three people on the panel? Say Linda Clark's a pretty well-known name and a former RNZ host. Uh, it's a very impressive panel, I've got to say. I mean, everybody knows uh, Linda very well. She's uh, been a journalist at, at RNZ for a number of years, and she's also very busy at the moment because she's the independent investigator into Gore District Council and what's going down down in the south there. So uh, she certainly knows the business very well. Willie Arkell's a, a, an excellent media uh, lawyer. He's been involved. He was the uh, in-house legal counsel for TVNZ for 20-odd years. He will know uh, the ins and outs of how a newsroom operates and what is good or, or bad. Uh, the one that people in New Zealand may not know as well as Alan Sunderland. He's a uh, former director of editorial standards at the ABC, some 40 years with the ABC. Uh, I can tell people he's deeply respected in Australia. He's regarded as a, um, as a particularly strong journalist. And the interesting element for this is uh, now that he's left the ABC, he's got many different roles, but one of those is executive director of a, uh, of a group called ONO, which is the Organisation of News Ombudsmen and Standards Editors from around the world. So he'll be able to bring in a global perspective on what different newsrooms are doing to ensure that they don't co- get caught out with this kind of behaviour. Yeah, Andrew, that, that's a point. This could happen anywhere, presumably. Is that, is that a risk? It's always a risk. Uh, Every newsroom, in fact, a lot of organisations, quite frankly, work on the basis of an element of trust with the staff that they have, that they understand what the organisation is trying to do and that uh, they will act in good faith. So there's always that risk there. 
Um, in this case, it will come down to the checks and balances. What have those, have been those checks and balances? Uh, what should be done to ensure that something like this can't happen again? Uh, it can be quite intense. It will be a difficult challenge, I think, um, for RNZ as it is for any news organisation in terms of how much of a scrutiny can you afford when you're trying to push out quite an amount of detail. So there will be some ongoing questions for RNZ in terms of what is the kind of news that they can cover, what should they concentrate on and, and how to do that in the best possible way. And wider than RNZ perhaps, a lot of media organisations are contracting. There's fewer people than what there used to be. So what, what can they do to ensure this doesn't happen? Because presumably adding more layers of oversight isn't that simple. It isn't that simple, and that, and that really is, as you say, the, the challenge for every media organisation. In some respects, it will be uh, an honest review of what it is that you can do. I know many media organisations, and Aaron said, won't be uh, won't be alone in this. Have tried to be all things to all people and cover cover the whole gamut of news. Can you really afford to, if there's an element of risk in that, or do you need to concentrate on what? your core audience expects of you and make sure that you do that to the best possible way that you can. And just quickly, Andrew, what's RNZ's road back from here? How does RNZ regain trust? Oh, it's just the open and honesty, isn't it, really? I mean, they've, they've got a very powerful panel here. Um, it's to let them uh, free reign, if you like, within RNZ to really interrogate staff and the processes and understand what occurred uh, and what should be best practice and then to be completely open and honest about that. And then there'll be, let's face it, there'll be layers of scrutiny beyond the delivering of the report in four weeks. There's a whole lot of forums where RNZ will be asked to explain itself. They've just got to front up to that and be as open and honest as they possibly can. Kia ora, that's media commentator Andrew Holden.